Hi, this is Ann Cavera with another episode of Speeding Past 80. This is episode 91. It's about cats and commitments. Some of you know I made a commitment to keep Smokey, my granddaughter's cat, until she gets her own apartment in August. Well, I'm not a person who wants an indoor pet. But I really love my granddaughter, and so I agreed to be Smokey's grandma until August. At first, I tolerated this cat. We had a long talk where I laid out the rules. Doors to the bedrooms and bathrooms will remain closed at all times because I don't want a cat in those rooms. Smokey has complete freedom to roam the living room, family room, and kitchen floor. Only the kitchen floor, not the chairs. Also, jumping on the kitchen table and counters is strictly forbidden. I told Smokey in no uncertain terms, we all know where your kitty paws have been, I'm not going to let you anywhere near food. Your life here is temporary. I am in charge. Near the end of this podcast, I'll let you know how things are going so far, because this week's podcast is really about commitment. So let's talk about that. Chris and I were at our local coffee shop, Grounds for Thought, yesterday morning. He had his iced coffee and a spinach wrap. I had a large mug of hot peach apricot tea. The place was crowded. A young man and woman sat playing chess at a nearby table. Other tables had small groups, men and women having morning coffee and talking. Grandparents and parents were there too with small children. People were laughing. Soft music was playing over a nearby speaker, not too loud. Our coffee shop has a comforting, happy vibe. Chris and I have made a commitment to come here each Monday. He works on material for the classes he teaches while I am working on my podcast. The word commitment is an unfriendly word to a lot of people these days, but I think of commitment as a way of making space for new things to happen. It's the opposite of drifting which usually means things stay the same. Today I want to talk about commitment in light of the Lenten season. The roots of my faith were formed in a good, solid Baptist tradition. We did not have a Lenten season before Easter. So, as a Catholic, Lent has always been a bit of a struggle for me. It's not that I don't try. I begin every Lenten season with high hopes More time for prayer, no sugar, skip lunch, lose weight, write every day. I've made all of these Lenten commitments and more. Usually, after a week or two, I think, well, Sundays are a day of rest, so I'll rest from Lent on Sundays. Or, maybe I get a chance to go out for a good dinner on Saturday. So, I think I'll just eat the good dinner, because after all, Didn't the Jewish Sabbath begin on Saturday night? Well, once I allow a few exceptions to the rule, it's a hop, skip, and jump down to where anything goes. This year just might be different. Last week on Ash Wednesday, I realized late in the day I'd not turned the TV on even for the news. Imagine that. On the spot, I decided to give up TV for Lent. 
instead of my two usual evening game shows and the nightly news, plus Antiques Roadshow and a little channel surfing just in case something interesting happened to be on, I would not turn the TV on until the day after Easter. Could I survive intellectually? Would watching a few episodes of one of my educational DVDs count as breaking my fast? How desperate would I have to be to find a way to fudge the rules? So, on Ash Wednesday after supper, I realized I had no idea what to do with myself without TV. So instead, I logged onto the computer and spent an hour or two drifting down one rabbit hole after another. The same two hours I usually spent watching TV were now gone. Bedtime came. I had nothing to show for my fasting from TV, except a mind full of gibberish about politicians behaving badly. That's the problem with news today. Not much of it's good. The terrible things going on in the world just leave me sad and unsettled. So here's where things get interesting with the cat. Jim and I always prayed after breakfast. After he passed away, I had a hard time praying by myself. Prayer time seemed empty and lonely without Jim there next to me. Soon after Smokey arrived, I sat in my chair in the living room one morning after breakfast. The cat climbed into my lap, curled up, and fell asleep. Suddenly, I wasn't alone. In fact, the way Smokey curled up Asleep without a care in the world reminded me of the way I need to be at peace in God's lap while I pray. As I lift those I pray for to God, asking for their peace and healing, I slowly pet the sleeping cat, and I get a sense of serenity. There's a peace and the feeling that I'm the one being healed. Now, here's another thing. I'm not under the tyranny of the giant eye of the TV in the living room, the eye that fills my brain with disturbing images. It's not that I don't care about what's happening, because I do care. It's upsetting because I can't do much about the state of the world. Without TV, perhaps focusing on the little opportunities I do have at hand will open my eyes to ways I might make a difference closer to home. There's been another surprising benefit, one I never could have imagined. I'm sleeping a lot better at night, sometimes eight to ten hours. I wake up refreshed and full of energy. So here's a question. What good is there in giving up something for Lent? Does it matter whether we give up sugar, meat, coffee, TV, gossip, or smoking? It could, especially if what we give up improves our health. But maybe there's a deeper, greater benefit. I don't think God sits around giving out gold stars for giving up meat or coffee or sugar. I do think God might be interested in whether or not we're building characters strong enough to make and keep our commitments. Commitment is like a muscle that grows stronger with use. That's true for a lot of spiritual disciplines like prayer and doing good works. Keeping commitments is important, even for children. Taking care of a pet, mowing a neighbor's lawn, faithfully turning in work on time, taking library books back. Kids develop commitment muscles in countless ways while they're growing up. What if giving up for Lent 
really isn't about loss. This brings me back to Smokey. He's been here about six weeks now, and we have developed a regular schedule. After breakfast, he sleeps on my lap while I pray for world problems. After lunch, I sit and stroke his fur. He sleeps while I pray for family members. After supper, Smokey sometimes beats me to the chair. He hops on my lap while I pray for all the people I've promised to pray for. Afterwards, we sit in quiet company while I say things to him in my best Yoda voice. Him's a good boy. Handsome he is. Yes, loves Smokey. Grandma does. By the way, he hops on the tables and counters. Nobody stops him. What if giving up something of little value gives us freedom to reach for something of greater value? That's the thing about commitments. When we lean into a commitment and give it everything we've got, we often find beautiful gifts are waiting for us inside. This is Ann Cabrera with Speeding Past 80. Join me again next week for another episode.